What's up, everybody? This is Jeffrey Lofton, otherwise known as Who Is That Again? And I want to welcome you to another episode of The Broke Millennial Podcast. Let's go. I hope that you've enjoyed our first few episodes. If you're not caught up, please go on back. Listen to the wisdom and insight shared on those first few episodes. I promise you, as I've said before, it will add so much value to your life. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BrokeMillPod for updates, clips, and even more tidbits from our guests. Today, I've got one simple message for you. I want you to win. I want you to win. I want you to win in life, in business, in your career, and in your relationships. I want you to win. As I mentioned before, someone else winning does not mean that you're losing. Learn to genuinely celebrate with others when they win. I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to reach a point where folks don't feel like they can share their successes with me because I've not made the effort or taken the time to be genuinely excited or happy for them in their ventures. Y'all, we need each other. That's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. We need each other. So let's make it a point to celebrate those small wins and invite others along the process. Today, we have an awesome interview with Montina Young. She is a business owner here in Atlanta. And y'all, this lady is something else. I'm so excited for you to hear her story. So settle in, because I promise you, you are in for a treat. All right. Well, welcome, Montina. So yeah. good to see you. How are you? I'm doing amazing. And I so appreciate you inviting me onto your Broke Millennial podcast. Even though I'm not a millennial, it might look like it. Uh, but I'm super excited to participate in your creative movement. Awesome. Well, you know, and the, the thing about the Broke Millennial podcast is we want to expose people to different stories um, and different pathways to success. And, um, you know, sometimes we can kind of get into the doldrums of like, uh, this is a cookie cutter or a way to like reach your goals. It's only one way to do this. It's only one way to go into business. It's only one way to be successful on a job. And so I want to expose people to a different paths so that they can blaze their own trails and not get so bogged down in trying to follow another trail that really isn't made for them. Um, and so I want to um, yield this opportunity for you to kind of tell us your story. So tell us, you know, so I understand you're in business. You've been in business for a few years. Tell us about your business and what led to this point. Sure, sure. So I'm super excited to share. And for your viewers, my name is Montina Young, and I'm the CEO and founder of CIA Media Group. And we help companies 
with their marketing initially, business consulting, what I say is we put their marketing dollars to work. And over the years, I also created another kind of arm to that that I'll talk about, which is more on the business consulting side, helping minority women-owned disadvantaged businesses really increase their levels of business knowledge for certifications, contracts, um, dealing with a little bit of business credit, and then also dealing with um, capital, access to capital. There's always a question around, I need more money, but do you need more money? Do you need more skill or do you need more opportunities or access to opportunities? Now, high level, um, Jeffrey always likes me to tell my story. So I always share it when I come anywhere online because it really is a very unique story. But when I was 18 months old, you know, my mother abandoned me. My father was in prison. I went to live with my aunt. She kicked me out and I was actually a homeless teen. So at the age of 16, I literally was on my own, really trying to figure life out and found myself pregnant at 18 and living in the YWCA. And I thank God, the YWCA. And by 19, I found myself living in a homeless shelter with a nine month old baby. Needless to say, I was pregnant again. And I tell you what, years and years later, I still managed to get my GED. I graduated from college with my master's. I was able to build my first home by 30. I've made over seven figures in my business. So I can tell you, it doesn't matter where you start, who you are, whether you have a lifetime story or not, success is however you define it. And you can find joy in any situation. So that's kind of my high-level story. And I'll let you lead. And I'll just yeah. answer the questions as they I, come and let the conversation flow. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I mean, maybe I heard that. But I did not know, like, the start. I knew I knew <laughs> that, you know, you were living in a homeless shelter at one time. Yeah. But I did not know that about your early life. Yeah. So how did, how you know, and you can, you can go as far as you'd like to. But... How did you kind of hone that, you know, and, and kind of just, you, I don't know, uh, not necessarily put it down, but like, how did you really hone that and let it propel you? What was that process like? Well, you know, it's a process. That's a perfect term to use. Life is really about processes. And it's funny because in my own business, I'm very process oriented and system oriented. And the thing about it is, as I look back and reflect on my life, I just think that I really just wanted to make it. I really just wanted to win. And the irony of that is I always tell it to my clients, I just want you to win. When I'm talking to people, I just want them to win. Like I'm one of those people, like I'm going to be the sidelines cheering you on, whatever you're doing, you can do it. You know, I'm, I'm kind of that person that will inspire you. And, you know, it's just one of those things where even though, um, you know, I dealt with abandonment early on, my father was in prison. You know, I can honestly say that my father from prison never missed a birthday. He called me all the time. He wrote me letters. And I look back, he passed years ago, but he loved me. And wow. that helped really instill some things within me. And the other thing is, especially in business, as you all are, are going through this, we'll talk about this, you know, whatever your path is, forgiveness has to be a cornerstone of your life because yeah. people do the best they can do. Yep. And I realized that my mother did the best that she could do. My grandmother did the best that she could do. My aunt did the best she could do. So I was living with my grandmother, living with my aunt. People do the best they know how to do. And I'm a parent now to adult children at the time of this 
recording and a teenage son, I'm doing the best that I can. And I just actually recently came back from a vacation, call it a vacation in Puerto Rico with my daughter, son along my partner as well, my Superman. <laughs> and I, it was all paid for. And it was me pouring into my daughter and my son-in-law. And there are financial things I've been able to do and to help them in ways that never were shown to me because I understand the um, impact and importance of financial stability and wealth for generations to come. It's for mm -hmm. lineage. And the big thing is understanding our purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So early on, I always knew that I had purpose. I yes. always, you know, I'm a Leo. I grew up as an only child. But I love nature. I love sun. My daughter says I have main character and energy, which I do. Now she talks about that, I do. But I realized that, I, and I love me. I have always loved myself. So even when I was in those situations where I may not have shown love to myself, I always knew that I was supposed to have better than what I had. Something inside of me was like, yeah, this ain't it. Wow. Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. So I literally would almost be angry, mm -hmm. which is what propelled me into doing a lot of the consulting for minority entrepreneurs because I'm, I'm angry that more entrepreneurs that are minorities, that are women, that are specifically Black, that are disadvantaged are not winning. And yeah. the large reason why they're not winning is because no one is really sitting them down to help them understand the foundational pieces of business. It's not that you don't have access to capital, you right. don't have business credit, you don't have access to the opportunities. But when you get access to the opportunities and you don't have complete proposals and you're not answering all of the questions that are required in the request for proposals and you don't have your business registered as an LLC and you're not taking it seriously, the opportunities pass you by. Yeah. Wow. And people don't want to work with you. And the other part of that is people do business with people. We say it all the time. They know, like, and trust. If people do not like you, mm -hmm. never do business with you. Wow. So, you know, I couldn't say one of my superpowers is people like me. And then when I was younger, I used to wonder, like, why do people, thank you, Lord, people like me. And because <laughs> people like me, I tend to get access to more opportunities or, you know, I just recently turned down some um, offers for Fortune 500 companies for some business that we just were just not in a position to handle. And I don't wow. want I'm kind of um, with my business, we were, I don't want to scale anymore. I'm in a position now with my business where I'm really looking for opportunities to just maintain, you know, I can maintain my current lifestyle and just really help other businesses. But with that wow. said, that means I can't scale my own business on the marketing side because we don't want more business. I want more access to entrepreneurs that are, again, minority and women-owned, better-known, any disadvantaged, you know, quote-unquote, to help them gain an advantage with a turnkey system to help them win more contracts. Wow. You know, you hit on a lot of stuff. And first of all, y'all, you're getting free game, okay? <laughs> this is free game right now, all yes. right? This, so those nuggets, you need to be, like, <laughs> writing stuff down, you know, you need, like, and this is free game, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, um, but part of what you mentioned, and it was something because I felt that anger before, right? Like I felt that, and I was like, Lord, I, you know, and honestly, like, you know, if you're Christian, you, Lord, I'm not supposed to be angry. Like, you know, why am I so angry? And what I found out that it was, my mom actually brought it to my attention. She said, Jeffrey, you have a righteous indignation. Yes. And it's where you see something that is wrong and you're like, 
I'm angry that this is wrong. I'm angry that people are in place to change it and they're not. So what can I do to help make these changes? Um, and so I, I love that aspect of your story. Here's a question that kind of uh, arose out of that conversation. Tell me about your business core values mm-hmm. and how they parallel and maybe they're the same with your personal core values. Good point. And I'll, and I'll tell you with the anger, that's the righteous indignation. I don't want to lose that because this is going to help yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And part of that, I love Dr. Miles Monroe and I listen to him a lot. And, yeah. and that anger, the thing that angers you the most, or it could be the thing that excites you the most is probably part of your purpose. So yeah. if you see people on the street and you're just like, like I'm compelled to help people. Mm. I don't care what their situation is and have I been hurt and burnt and have I had to sue people? Yep. And my Superman, he'll tell me, he was just like, you just have this big kind heart. Yep. And you just think the best of everybody. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's just how you're hardwired, but you know how you're hardwired. You know, when you go to sleep at night, that there is something that angers you or bothers you you can't get it out of your mind you can't and it could be that you know for some it could be just playing a sport like I, I want to get my family to something better or I just want to prove somebody else wrong or whatever the case but just don't throw it to the side right. kind of foster it and see where you can use that to propel you to success right yes. so yeah. our core values in my company CI media group um, I call them hippie fun harmony um, and they are uh, personal and professional development um, uh, integrity, excuse me, harmony, integrity, personal responsibility, professional development, exceptional quality and business should be fun. Mm. And yes, they directly align with my personal values. So that's why I'm not accepting new business because I found a level of harmony in my life. Harmony means, wow. you know, in business, especially if you are a woman watching this, there is business is by nature and by virtue masculine. And what I found is I'm a very girly girl, they call feminine, but I'm a very feminine woman. And I've, and I've always been that way. My kids laugh. I'm a girly girl. Um, I always can say my grandmother who raised me is like Diane Carroll. So that's probably, you know, they knew. but I'll Google it. <laughs> when you talk about like the Marilyn Rose and darling, like I call her, she's a hello. Now, you know, she's a hello, darling. That's just how she talks. It's very normal. So business is very masculine. And early on in business, I ran, 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 went, 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 go, 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 just running. And it's masculine nature. But I, I, I grew the business. I made a lot of money in business. I saved a lot of money in business, had a lot of opportunities. But what I found now that I'm in a different phase of my life is that it no longer serves me as well. So in business, you typically can't find balance. But when I found my company, I said, look, Um, With my employees I had at the time, we're going to have some harmony here, which means if you need time off, take it. You don't need to explain Mm. it to me. If you're sick, okay. If you need a personal day, mental health day, whatever, just take it off. And so I wanted to try to find that harmony in my life. So when you think of harmony, think of an orchestra, right? And they're harmonious, right? You have your violins, violas, your cello, I used to play the violin, your cello, everything's there, flute, clarinet, and it's beautiful. That's the type of life you want to lead a harmonious life. Mm -hmm. You will never, ever balance your life because spiritually, you know, listen, something happened to your mom, you're going to be like, look, I got to go. It's going to be no questions asked. So that's why I say harmony. Integrity, at the core of who I am, you can depend on me. You've known me for a few years now. I do what I say I'm going to do. I always show up like I'm that person, Montina. Yeah, if you mention my name in a room, they're like, oh yeah, Montina don't play. 
I, at the core of who I am, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to steal. I'm very black and white. I'm not going to be on the fence. Like, oh, is this the right thing to do or wrong? Never. I always walk with an integrity and as that core value of my company, um, because especially with the pandemic, I can't have people working for me that are dishonest that I'm paying and they don't do what they're supposed to do. Now, this has happened to me. I've been unfortunately had employees that were supposed to do things and didn't do them. But because that's a core value, they literally will filter themselves. They weed themselves out and go away. Um, The next one is like the personal responsibility. You're going to drop the ball sometimes, especially Mm -hmm. in life and business. There's things that our clients were paying us to do. And maybe an employee just missed it that day, or they didn't do a report. Just take responsibility. Don't don't push blame on anyone else. And I'm a person, my kids will say, (laughs) mom always said, don't come to us with any excuses. And I'd say they're tools of incompetence that build mounds of nothingness. And those that use them amount to really amount to anything or nothing. So excuses, no. Mm -hmm. Professional development, um, I would pay my employees to develop um, their professional skill, right? Hone in on skills, whether that was yes. video editing, marketing, SEO, reading a book. I'm really big on personal and professional development. So in my personal life, um, I do a lot of reading and I'm in classes. Like I said, I'm a feminine woman and I'm in an actual university that teaches more skills around being the type of woman that I desire to be. Mm. So the professional development, I have taken so many professional development courses because I want to be the best at what I do. And then exceptional quality, just, you know, we want to be known for doing our best, right? We're putting our clients marketing dollars to work. So we want to provide quality. Today, actually, I had a conversation. We are on a enormous project that really is, is just larger than, almost than we can handle, but they didn't follow our statement of work. So it has just been, what should have been maybe two weeks is really probably gonna take six months. And I had wow. explained to the, um, the, the leader of this, the project manager on, on this, and this is a large company. I mean, this is a, it's a transit authority. I don't wanna say would say, but it's huge. Mm-hmm. And I've explained to them that um, my name is on this, right? Cause they're like, oh, we'll do this. I said, no, my name. <laughs> this and it has to be exceptional quality because I believe that I'm paving the way for other women and other minority entrepreneurs and I take this serious I take this role in this leadership position that God has blessed me with seriously yeah. and the last one is business should be fun yes everyone I didn't have you know these are my core values um <clears throat> I wasn't having as much fun as I am now uh so now I do you know I, I'm gone I take quarterly trips I don't mind putting my vacation responder on and I'm traveling my clients, I'm very clear with them about, you know, the goals of the company, my personal goals. These are my friends. They become my family. Like, these are people that I enjoy. Mm. Uh, this thing, for those that are watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, everything is about relationships. I don't care if you go into school. I don't care if you work at Home Depot. I don't care if you own a business. It is all relational. And knowing that, I had a client that came in town recently. He's been with me. They've been with me maybe four years plus many of my clients have been with us for a number of years mm-hmm. and um because they pay us a, 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 an investment monthly for their marketing we, i do invest monthly for business consulting which i love you know from dealing with um, like construction companies and such so we literally started at a restaurant and from the time i got there i got there 12 30 they met me at one because they were running a little behind we didn't leave that restaurant till 10 p.m we wow. literally ate and drank and had fun. And these are my clients. Wow. Don't let anyone 
fool you into believing that people that you're doing business with don't want to know you. They want to intimately know you as much as possible. You know, my Superman came. We're all sitting there. I mean, we had a blast. And mm -hmm. these are people that paid me, but they've become my friends. And really, there's a great book that talks about that that I always reference called The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes, H-O-L-M-S. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. And he talks about, that's where I first heard that um, maybe like six years ago, my business has been in business since 2013. And I heard about that concept of friendship and I adopted it. I've also gone through Tuck School of Business, thanks to the Georgia Minority Supplier Development Council. I won a scholarship. And there we had a whole day where they said, look, have you invited your clients over for dinner? And, mm -hmm. and at the time I had invited them to the house, but they, they couldn't make it. And we went out. Are you, are you, are you allowing them to know you. And that's mm -hmm. foreign to a lot of us that are minority entrepreneurs. We're like, we don't want people in our house. We're kind of funny. Right. About it's like a cultural no-no. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just tell you from a business side, um, and again, I think it just works all across the board. People want to know you. And people mm -hmm. that know you, like you, and trust you, they do business with you. They do favors for you. They open doors for you. They advocate for you. They are your allies. So take that right there. And if you aren't already, do your best, invite your client out to dinner, invite your client out for lunch, pick up that phone and say, hey, my family and I are going to be in town. We'd love for you to, you know, when you're in town, we'd love for you to come join us. And I promise you, that client will be attached to you for life. And again, it's authentic and it's very genuine. Mm, it's relational. I love that. My favorite thing, I, so first of all, I love the hippie and all of that. I love that. And I love the um, the part about harmony that just kept just really resonating with me, like creating that and, and setting your boundaries yeah. so that you can keep that harmony, yes. you know, knowing when to say no and that it's okay to say no. And sometimes no is a step forward. Like no is progressive. It's kind of hard. It's kind of counterintuitive. You think I need all the business that I can get, but sometimes no is a step forward. It is. And the other thing, Jeffrey, that is important about that is I have a, um, I do some cons a lot of consulting work. I have a federal contract at a state level. And when mm -hmm. I'm doing that, I'm talking with a lot of entrepreneurs and one in particular was just having a hard time during the day. She's like, I'm a night owl. I feel like I have to do all this during the day. And I said, why? Mm -hmm. Do the work at night, sleep during the day and just get up and check emails and work a couple hours. She said, you're right. We have to stop letting society, the world, they tell us what to do. Mm. I get up every day at like 5.15. I love the mornings. I'm a morning person, but you know, I, I will hit that wall no matter what I do. You know, I burn, I go to the gym every morning. So I'm burning about 500 calories by noon. That's a lot. <laughs> That's like half my calories for the day. So I've learned that I need to take a 30 minute power nap. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's 20 minutes. But I, and if I do, great. And if I don't, that's okay. But I define my day. I mm. define where I wanna work. I define how I want to respond to emails. And I typically don't work after five or 6 p.m. Or if I'm responding to an email, it doesn't go out until the next day on Sunday. Yep. So I have clear boundaries with my clients. If, if one of them happened to text me, and I used to be averse at like, I don't want to text me, but again, they're, they're, my, they're my friends at this point. Mm -hmm. But I don't let them know, hey, it's after five. I don't have business conversations after five. <laughs> and they mm -hmm. know it. Like, people that know me now, they know me. And yeah. it's okay to set boundaries. It's healthy. And I will tell you, things that have helped me with that is I have a life coach. I have mm -hmm. a 
clinical therapist. And I, I have these people in place because I want to win in life. Yes. I have coaches. So, you know, if you need a wellness coach, a nutritional coach, a personal trainer, make the investments because you want to live a whole, full, complete life. I always say I'm, I'm a whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken. I always say I'm a sexy Ooh. woman, but you want to be a whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken person. You mm. can't lead well in any part of your life. And like I said, whether it's business or not, I've had my business since 2013. But before this, I worked for the largest IT financial company in the country. Before that, I worked for the largest insurance company in the country. I was a middle school teacher, which my oldest daughter is now a middle school teacher. Um, I have a daughter that is a, a vegan entrepreneur, kind of, she started off as a chef. Now she has sold thousands, almost six wow. figures of cookbooks at 23 years old. My 24 year old at the time of this video has organized um, activism and, 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 and marches with 10,000 people. My mm. seven year old at this time is playing for one of the top um, basketball teams in the country. They just, you know, I'm getting ready to fly out to Texas to see him. So again, whatever it is that you're doing, make it a point to be the best wherever you are. And don't let people mm. say, you're supposed to do this. No, 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 no. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So be a complete sentence and be okay with that. Set up those boundaries, invest in a therapist because there, there needs to be someone in your life outside of friendships. You know, sometimes we use friends as therapists and they're, mm -hmm. that's, that's not their role. You're, you're putting too much onto them. When you have a therapist, you really just can be naked in front of somebody is what I say. And yeah. they're not judge, judging you. And there's times where there's conversations that I've had to have in my life that are very difficult. And I'll go to my therapist and say, hey, how do I approach this? It's just say, oh, okay, let's look at this. Why do you feel this way? Is this the nine-year-old Montina or is this the 40-plus-year-old Montina? Mm. So sometimes we're making decisions because our parents wanted us to be a certain way. A teacher said something to us. A basketball coach said something to us. Somebody on the street said something to you that, that impacted you in such a way that wow. you can't move forward and you don't even realize there's a blockage. So again, wow. all leads back to, yes, building relationships, having harmony and understanding, I would say who you are, whose you are and why you're here. Wow. You know, you said something and I think a lot of the folks that are listening to this podcast need to understand that. To win in life, you need a team. You cannot do this by yourself. Mm -hmm. So I know Montina back when, when I met you, I don't think you even had your first employee yet. Uh, if <laughs> yeah, I remember you were just looking, you were like, Jeffrey, I need an admin. I remember we had a phone conversation about that. And so I can tell you what Montina is telling you. Mm -hmm. It works. Okay. She didn't get here overnight, but she realized to win in life, you're going to need a team. She talked about getting a therapist. You know, we, I think we've done a good job over the years of destigmatizing that. I think we still got some work to do um, to destigmatize that, especially in the black community. But to that's a part of your team. That's my life team, a life coach. They're different. <laughs> yeah, so, so let me let me just make a distinction. My therapist, like I, that's why I said a clinical therapist mm -hmm. um, and my life coach, um, if people are into more of astrology or just direction, this is my life coach. This is where I talk about things outside of business that really matter. Because when you're in business, like I said, it's very, 
very masculine and you tend to only talk about business and money and mm. going doing and more clients. And I realized I, I'm a soft woman and I want to talk to someone about my life and my feelings because I'm yeah. a women are more into our feelings and more into emotion. And my life coach helps me understand, am I on the right path for my life and my happiness and my mm. dreams and my goals? I have a financial consultant every month we meet for two hours and we look at my books. Yep. Okay. I'm, when I tell you, we look at my books, everything on my books, every financial decision I make, I run through her first. Wow. And this is why I think it's important, um, especially as I'm doing consulting with minority and women entrepreneurs, many don't understand how to read cash flow statements, profit and loss, balance sheet. They're not looking at their numbers. So they're like, oh, I made a lot of money. Did you really? Because right. you're in your time um, or you're making big purchases. Like I said, within my business, I saved a lot of money. We didn't lose any clients during the pandemic. Mm. Not turning away business, but I'd saved up so much cash mm-hmm. because I had business credit and I was making decisions because I had an exit strategy, I had an exit plan, I had an exit path. Mm. So on your team, there are a lot of different people that you should have, but you need it. You cannot go this alone. And you know, there's these memes out there like, you know, it's more so lonely. No, it's not. It's lonely if you make it lonely. Mm. And I'm part of the Georgia Minority Supplier Development Council. So I actually have a whole team of people there that care about me that are what we call MBEs, Minority Business Enterprises. I'm a a certified woman-owned business. I have a whole team there that's, you know, that has my back. So again, it's all centered around, you don't have to be lonely. Yeah, wow. Montina, this has been amazing. I just, I got one more question for you and it goes back to that professional development piece. I know you love some professional development and I love that you love professional development. It (laughs) inspires me uh, to continue to develop myself as well. But tell me kind of, you know, what you're reading now and um, what maybe a a class or um, something that you're taking now. I know you said you're in college. Yeah, so I'm part of the Rutgers University cohort for minority business owners, which I'm really enjoying. So that's kind of something that I'm doing that takes up a lot of my time. Um, Some of the books that I'm reading, I'm reading a specific book on consulting um, simply because I've changed my business model. So Mm. a few things I want to answer here is it's okay to change your business model. Um, Fanatical prospecting is always good um, from business side. And I, I read a lot. So that's one. And then from relationship side, Um, you know, I read a lot of books on, again, you know, I'm a woman and, um, what men really want or getting Mm -hmm. to do, you know, things like that, because I want to understand again, at a different phase in my life, what I'm going to do, but what I'll leave you with that's most important is for those of you that are interested in starting your own businesses, or you have your own little side hustle and you see all these people online, making all this money and doing all these things. Um, those that are actually making a lot of money typically aren't showing that they're making money because, Mm -hmm really, 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 really busy. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, 40,000 subs, and I, I haven't really posted probably a ad hoc video in about a year. Mm-hmm. So don't let the comparison kill your dreams Ooh. or the illusion of what people are doing that you're not doing, that you're supposed to be here at a certain age. And I, and I struggled with that because I really thought I'd be a millionaire by 30. And it took me until I was in my forties to say, Oh, I've hit a million in revenue. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that it, 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 again, don't let comparison kill your dreams. But what I'm saying with all of that is choose the right industry and the right company. Now, here's another thing. And again, specific to women, especially black women, 
And I, and I'm a numbers person because numbers just don't lie. 89% of new businesses are started by black women. It was like, Oh my God, (laughs) we make the least amount of money. The Mm. average black woman in business makes about $34,000 a year. I was paying employees more than $34,000 a year. Women on a whole, about 43% of all privately funded businesses, privately owned businesses are owned by women, but mm. we only make up 4.2% of the revenue. Men make up 96%. It's a masculine, wow. masculine um, industry. It's just the energy is very masculine. The yeah. other thing is women uh, have only passed, it's less than 2% of women, about 2% have ever crossed a million in revenue. That number has not changed in about 20 years. So I'm saying all of that to say you must pick the right industry. Knowing what I know now, I would have never chosen a marketing company. I would have marketed a company, marketed a business. I didn't understand franchising back then. You know, like I want to own my own business. It's a lot of work to start from ground zero. And what I find is a lot of minority entrepreneurs, because we don't have the capital or access to capital, we're starting businesses like consulting or business coaching or marketing when we should be starting more traditional businesses even though it's more of a risk and higher, you know, higher capital intensive, right? Mm-hmm. Your long range, you're going to hit a million a lot faster. You, you'll probably mm-hmm. hit a million in a year or two with certifications in the contracts because the work is there. You know, you know what, what it takes to explain to someone, even Fortune 500 company, my bank at the time, you know, I'm like, I want some business. I'm going to do business with me. The UPS is the world. as Fortune 500 companies. They have a hundred people working on their account in a marketing company. I don't mm-hmm. You know, so it's, 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 you don't have access to opportunities, but I'm not ready for the opportunities, nor do I want to scale. But if I had a um, electrical company or I had a company doing things like that, where I could market the company of plumbing, plumbers don't want to market, you Mm -hmm. know, lawn care services don't want to market small businesses. So if I could have went in and said, look, I want to own this type of business and purchase that business, I would have been able to grow and scale faster with less impediments to success. So I did did want to point that out. I'm really doing a lot more when I'm doing interviews and writing posts about choosing and like, we have to pick the right partners in life. You have to pick the right industry, pick the right business because some businesses are just very difficult to scale to seven figures. And it's not because you're not exceptional. It's not because you don't have relationships. There's just no business for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, look y'all. That was free game. I'm telling you, that's why I'm here. I'm here to put you on. So Montina, last thing. Oh, go ahead. Check this too, because I don't want to just talk business. I know you're talking about millennials. Picking the right school is important too, y'all. Now y'all doing all this online stuff. I I, I personally um, don't know how you do it with Facebook, LinkedIn. Facebook, to give you an idea of my age, was like, it's one of those things when I was early on, actually I was working on my master's. And we were like, what is this Facebook thing? Because you had to have a dot edu. And I was like, I don't want no Facebook. And now it's Facebook. <laughs> right. If you can do your college face-to-face, one of my, um, if I had to say I had a regret, I did not make friends in college just because I had children in my 20s. I was young. I didn't understand the importance of relationships. Go and build relationships, build bridges. Um, you know, if you want to join a sorority or a fraternity or get involved in the clubs, do something because those relationships matter. I have a friend now that has, they're in their fifties and they're like in these group chats and these are my friends from college. And I'm looking like, Hey, I don't really remember any friends from college. I made friends older and I have friends from my childhood years, but those relationships matter. So y'all doing all this online community college stuff. mm -mm. 
these, you need to know these professors, you might need them later in life. And you need to at least make, I'd say five friends, have a circle of five, your, your, your fab five that later on in life, one is going to be a judge. One is going to be, you know, yeah. I'm telling you, you, I read a lot of books. There's one, um, why should white guys have all the fun? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he passed away. I can't remember the, the, the author, but that's what it's called. And he talks about they were in a room in their mm. friendships. Anytime you read, read these documents, your biographies, documentaries, they're all built on pillars of success around relationships. There's an excellent book, Building Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, yep. All relationships. All so relationships. You don't really, if you don't hear anything else from this, on both sides, business or not, relationships matter. And you will need those same people later on in life. So you might as well get to know them now. Because like I said, pick the right ones. Don't pick people in school that aren't going to class and getting friend the A students, the A's and B's, because Mm -hmm. those are the people that are going to be these CEOs. They're going to be mayors. They're going to be judges, lawyers. They're people in high places that you will one day be able to call on and one day be able to ask a favor of because they're your. Wow. Wow. Major key, major, major, major key. So Montina, how can um, folks, you know, follow you, get in touch with you. Well, even if it's, even if it's just on Twitter or whatever, social media, how can they kind of see you? So I'm everywhere. And the great thing is I have a unique name. I'm the third Montina in my family. My youngest daughter is the fourth. So if you Google Montina Young, I mean, basically other last names, I've been married a couple of times. Don't judge me, you know, (laughs) but um, you'll find me. It's just me and uh, Beyonce's background singer, Montina Cooper. So there's not many of us out there, but Montina Young. Um, sometimes you'll see me places just Montina. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And if you're watching this, I do 15 minute consultations for free. I've been doing that for Ooh. years. I offer them for free. I will talk to you about just about anything. If it's relationships, if it's business, success, all of that, I'm happy to do that. So. Mm. And just find me. And the best place is really LinkedIn. If you just send me a connection request, I'm okay. on LinkedIn pretty much daily. So awesome. thank you so much for all you're doing to educate millennials. And I, I don't like the idea of being broke, but I understand <laughs> why you use that title. But you know what? Success, again, is how you defined it. Yes. Once you find your purpose, who you are, whose you are, and why you're here, life is fun. Yes. Thank you, Montina. Hey, you're going to hear from us again, but Martina, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for joining the Broke Millennial Podcast. And the thing about it is we ain't trying to be broke forever. So I appreciate you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. What a story. How's that for free game? Now, y'all, look, she gave y'all the information. Y'all be sure to reach out and connect with her. And if you follow her on LinkedIn, she's always dropping gems. Telling you the same free game y'all got today, you could get that every day if you follow her on LinkedIn. It's going to surely bring value and really help you along whatever journey that you're on. Hey, y'all. Embrace your process, man. It's your path. Nobody else's. And perhaps you're the one that's to blaze that trail for others to follow. It's just a thought. Anyway, y'all, look. I want y'all to know, man, I see you. I'm so proud of you. I'm rooting for you. 
and you're doing just fine. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please do me a favor. Share it. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Broke Meal Pie and let us know what you thought of today's episode. And until next time, y'all, take care.